Welcome back to A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Susan Spears is with me this week, the CEO of the Utah Association of CPAs. And Heather Barney is here, longtime government and communications director, now businesswoman. Ooh, I want to talk business for a minute with both of you. I am fascinated by watching the strike that's going on in Detroit, as I think many Americans are, for, for a couple of reasons. I, I, I see an argument in both sides. I see the the employee who says, hey, they got a 40% pay raise up there. I'm working just as hard as they are. Why can't I get the same? And then I also think you're making $60 an hour and you want a 40% pay raise and a four-day work week. That'd make you, what, three times, four times the, the median wage here in the United States? Are you nuts? I, I see I see both sides of it. And then I read this article this week in the Wall Street Journal that said what the real problem is is productivity, that American productivity is down across the board and in manufacturing. And that made me think I need some input from, from people who know more about this than I do. So, Susan, I'm going to you. Oh, dear. <laughs> what do you oh, think dear. of all this? It's a fascinating article, and it's fascinating what's going on. I would agree, and we hear it not only in manufacturing, we hear it in the in the professional services, we hear it in the service industry, that productivity is going down, people want that smaller work week. I mean, yeah, it sounds great to me, but the reality, I mean, the reality certainly is something else, and I think that we have to, as I've thought about it, I've thought about the models that are in place, all the business models. You know, we're using business models that maybe we put in place 40 years ago. Or if you look at the auto industry, clear back in the early 40s, you know, so fast forward, let's say 80 years, it just plainly isn't working. And we're not keeping ahead. And then we look at the increases in the, let's say, the C-suite employees, these 40% raises, I think that, that that for me is a cause of concern and, and it, for an employee, it's a cause for angst. I remember growing up, my grandfather owned an electrical wholesale store and my grandmother owned a retail lighting store. And if there was anything I learned, they, they always said, treat your employees well and in turn they will treat you well. And they maintained those employees some for for decades, and they we would have competitors would be angry and frustrated that they were paying their employees so high. Yeah, but those employees were de- were dedicated to the cause or whatever, and they liked the work. I mean, of course, we always have some turnover and some challenges, but I've wondered if we focus so much on the bottom line that we've forgotten about the the humanity. Mm-hmm. It's all about the stockholders. It's right. all about maximum benefit for the stockholders or the owners. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you say, Heather? You know, I have a lot of thoughts, a lot to unpack on this issue. I think, and I'm not an expert whatsoever. I agree that unfairness exists. You know, and and you want workers to be compensated for the good job that they do. And I agree. I grew up in a family business, also, and we had employees for years and years. And I. And I I hope it is because that, you know, they were, I I think it is because they were treated well and so forth. But I was watching the head of the union, the auto workers union on Sunday, do an interview. And frankly, I got disgusted (laughs) because he was so irrational, I felt, as a worker and somebody that had worked in business where a family really struggled to make ends meet and so forth. But he was sitting there talking about 
you know, 30 something percent in a raise was not good enough. And I'm thinking what employee anywhere. I'll take it. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And then, and then, you know, they had a 40 and then they wanted the four day work week and all these things. And I thought, you know what, there are people out here across this country that are suffering just as much as the auto workers or maybe more. I mean, I have friends, family members, they don't have a pension. They have no retirement. They, you know, they haven't been able to save because they're also working paycheck to paycheck. I'm not saying that we shouldn't make things right for anybody in any particular industry, but I really felt like he was irrational. And frankly, I thought it was wrong because there was no, he wouldn't get into talking about how they're going to have to, you know, everyone's going to be transitioning to electric vehicles. So then what happens because their productivity at the three main union shops is so down compared to other, you know, and compared to outside the country, there's so many system failures. There's, there's, you know, like uh, Susan was saying, I think that the model they're using, it's too old, you know, and I think that they need to get with it. And, you know, the C-suite, you're right. I mean, I think they need to look at the fairness of the situation. First off, I'm thinking, how am I ever going to buy a car again if they keep striking? Yeah, yeah, right. Expensive, but food costs, gas costs, housing prices. You know, people are so. And that was my feeling was I wanted to say, buddy, you guys are not the only one. At least you have pensions. Yeah. And you know, Mm -hmm. and are making a pretty good hourly wage. And I'm sure they're working very hard. Mm -hmm. But I actually was very disgusted listening to him. I mean, they have to know they make twice, three times the median age in this country of other people who are equally as hardworking, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And now I am all about getting the workers more money. You know, but I'm afraid that I'm afraid the long term effect of this will be more companies going overseas or more robotics because you guys just priced yourself out of this market. Well, I think that's part of the challenge, though. If you look at our foreign car makers, I mean, they're using a lot more robotics than we are and they're able to keep costs down. and, And that's I mean, that kind of goes back again to the model. I mean, I think the model is so broken in so many ways admittedly i typically will try to buy american but if the costs continue to go up the the car date manufacturers they price themselves out of even being able to compete and we're making foreign cars on american soil yeah so right i will admit you have I, toyota I some, plants right here yeah just to say that well you know what i i can't afford that hundred thousand dollar ford truck anymore i think i'll i'll go to a toyota for mm-hmm. maybe half the price Mm-hmm. And something yeah. that's just as good. So I think that it's something I, I don't like. I don't like that if workers are having to work 60 to 80 hour weeks to provide a living. I don't like that. I don't think that's, that's right. I don't think that's sustainable. Uh, I agree. Um, and that's that's a whole other conversation we could have about how many Americans oh, yeah. have side gigs now. Um, yep. let, let me take a break. Uh, we'll be back and talk some more uh, about financial matters and about the debt that Utahns are carrying. Uh, More on that with my guest this week. Susan Spears is here with Heather Barney. Back in a moment. 